Good morning, everyone. It is another beautiful, bright, sunny day. A little cold this morning, though. It's April 1st. Uh, very, uh, very much. It's it, People will call it April Fool's Day, but I tend not to because it sounds dumb. Um, but that's regardless. That's baloney. Uh, interesting day today. And um, just historically, it, things that happen in my life. That's a complete side note. We'll just ignore that for a while. Um, I may talk about that on my other podcast, though. Hey, if you want, if you want to give that a listen, um, I have some driving I need to do today, and uh, I may record a couple things uh, on my other podcast, which no one knows about unless you listen to this, and that's called God's Mighty Hand. God's Mighty Hand is just stories, uh, either things that happened recently, or since I'm starting a little late, I'm gonna, rec- I've recorded or will record some things that are gonna ha- that happened in the past of just watching God's hand through. Um, quote-unquote little things or quote-unquote big things so if that sounds interesting to you give that a listen uh, we'll see uh, there's so there's just a couple couple on there so far but we'll get some more up there sometime soon here so um, back to atonement atonement has been the subject we've been talking about most of the week here and I'm excited about this uh, we're going to finish up the rest of the Old Testament today well with atonement there's a lot more we could go into this atonement thing but we're just looking at verses areas of the bible context of the bible where it talks about atonement or the same word maybe it's used in different a lot of words they use like purge away uh, cleanse um, reconcile to god was a couple of the ones so proverbs 16 verse 6 and let's see this is uh, let's see i'll just start here with verse 6 by mercy and truth iniquity is purged and by the fear of the lord men depart from evil when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh an everlasting, or he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Better is a little with righteousness than great revenues without right. A man's heart devises his ways, but the Lord directeth his steps. So that that the first six there is is purged that'd be the same word as atonement iniquities are purged um i'm just gonna i'm gonna keep moving here because i got a couple more verses that are need a little bit more or i would enjoy do a little bit more explaining on so um isaiah 6 isaiah 6 uh let's see your five five and a handful of verses there so this is this is um isaiah's vision reading all of just a short little chapter of isaiah 6 it's what a couple 13 14 verses and it is it's when it's uh let's see i'll just you know i might just read the whole thing here i'll start with verse one in the year of the king uzziah died i saw the lord sitting upon the throne high and lifted up on his train and it or, uh, lifted up and his train filled the temple above it stood the seraphims each one having six wings with twain he covered his face and with twain he covered his feet and with twain he did fly and one cried unto another saying holy 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 is the lord of hosts whose whole the lord of hosts the whole earth is filled with his glory and the post of the door moved at the voice of him that cried and the house was filled with smoke when i read this this morning it popped in my brain i wonder if the post of the door was moved it's like a booming shaking thing where it's vibrating or or you know something something to that effect i don't know and then verse five, then I, then said I, woe is me, for I am undone, because I am a man of unclean lips and dwell in the midst of people with unclean lips. For mine eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Isn't that the response is 
God didn't say to him, hey, you know, Isaiah, you're some dirty, rotten guy. Being in the presence of God, you recognize how awful you are. Uh, that That's such a... It's such a picture of God is because He's so perfect. We've, we've, it's hard to comprehend God's perfectness because we can't. There's no earthly, tangible, graspable thing that compares. Uh, Jesus compares, but we haven't. We didn't see Him. At least I didn't see Him living in the flesh. Obviously, He's still living in me and through me. Uh, but that that's an interesting. Seeing your own uncleanness before God. Verse six. Then flew one of the seraphims unto me, having a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with the tongs from off the altar. And laid it upon my mouth and said, Lo, this has touched thy lips, and thy iniquity is taken away, thy sin is purged. And I also heard a voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and whom shall go forth for us? And then said I, Here am I, send me. Uh, you can read the rest of the chapter if you'd like sometime. But that, that, that verse 7 is, Thy sin is purged. That could also be translated as, Thy sin is purged. Uh, anointed for or or covered Um, that's that is a cool concept i think that's a really great description of is take that thy iniquity is taken away it's washed um cleansed um you know spotless whatever whatever term you want to use i think those are great terms just toast burnt toast is iniquities Last last one here, and this one's a little bit, this one's one of my favorite ones, so save the best for last, right? And so it's it's Isaiah, um, let's see here, Isaiah 28, and we're going to read a handful of verses. Um, this is, this is, this is a, there's one version here that's very famous, so recognize it immediately. And it's interesting, the context, and it's interesting that an, the, the usage of atonement, uh, or I believe in here, it is, uh, well, We'll get to it. How's that? So I'm going to start with verse, uh, let's see here, verse 14. I'm going to start. Wherefore, hear the word of the Lord, ye scornful men, that his people, or that rule his people, which is in Jerusalem. Because ye have said, we have made a covenant with death and hell, and are Hang on, let me just give a... I was thinking here while I was reading, and that's never good because I can't think and read. Um, I was I was thinking about the previous couple verses and how, what this is leading up to. Is, is God is God is rebuking the children of Israel. Like, get your act together. If you know anything about Isaiah, the children of Israel is going up and down. They make good have ki- good kings, bad kings, sometimes more, mostly bad. And and God is rebuking and calling him to himself. And so this is part of that. So I'll, I'll reread verse 15. Because you have said, the children of Israel... We have made a covenant with death, and with hell are we at agreement. Not a, not a good thing there. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through it, it shall not come unto us. For we have made lies our refuge, and under falsehoods we have hid ourselves. That's just such not a good con- thing to do. Lies our refuge, and, and falsehoods we have hid ourselves. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Judgment will I also lay to the, lay to the line, and righteousness to the plummet. And the hail shall sweep away the refuge of lies, and the water shall overflow the hiding place. Your covenant with death shall be disannulled, and your agreement with hell shall not stand. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, then through, then ye shall be trodden down by it. 
So obviously you recognize that verse. Verse 15, uh, verse 16 is, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I lay in Zion for a foundation stone, a tried stone, a precious cornerstone, a sure foundation. He that believeth shall not make haste. Um, it's quoted uh, in both Matthew, I believe. It's, there's a couple similar verses. There's one in Psalms that's a similar verse to that, I believe. And then there's one in Matthew. Uh, I think it's Matthew 21. Let's see if I can find it here. Um, let's see here. Matthew, yeah, Matthew 21, verse uh, 42. And Jesus said unto him, Jesus is talking to the Pharisees, did ye not? Did ye never read the scriptures that the stone which the builders rejected have become the cornerstones? This is the Lord's doings, that he is marvelous in our eyes. Now, I think that's a direct quote from the one in Psalms. Uh, let's see here. There's one in Acts as well. I believe it's early in Acts. Let's see. Let me just look it up quick. Yeah, verse uh, Acts 4, verse tw- 11. This is the stone which was set at naught of the builders, which has become the head of the cornerstone. Neither is the salvation in any other, for there is... None other name under heaven given unto given among men whereby we must be saved. That's such a cool um, quotation there. But I'm just going to go back to Isaiah 28. So Jesus is that that cornerstone, and that's clear. And this is what Jesus is going to do: um, judgment while I lay on the line, uh, and, and righteousness to the plummet. I think he, he's almost talking about building things, uh, you know, being the cornerstone. And it's like, you know, if you're ever building a house, I've been working, uh, we've been, my brother Dan has been building his house and have helped build other things and, or, you know, we've built retaining walls, patios, what, you, you name it, right? When you're building things is when you're, you want things to be square and plumb and, and true and, and you use lines and plums and levels and lasers and things to make it all that way. But Jesus is going to lay to the line righteousness. He's going to lay out and say, this is like righteousness. And that's going to be straight and true. This is the plum. Um, or he's going to lay judgment to the line, to the line and righteousness to the plummet. It's, um, and he's going to sweep away the refuge of lies. And the water shall overflow the hiding place. Your covenant with death shall be disannulled, you know, because we know the wages of sin is death. And your agreement with hell shall not stand. When the overflowing scourge shall pass through, then you shall be trodden down under it. Uh, that word disannulled is, is that word atonement. Um, and so when Jesus come, places that chief cornerstone and he lays out righteousness and judgment and, and he makes a way that through his blood, his precious blood being atoning for our sins, is the covenant with death is disannulled. Uh, because that is the choice we are each making. Um, and I'm seeing here, I'm going way over time again today. So uh, that is that is atonement in the Old Testament. Some of the verses I found the most interesting. I would encourage you to just do a quick word search. Um, and if you're really curious, just, you know, if you, if you know me, just let me know if you have any thoughts around this. Or it, It's fascinating stuff. So uh, tomorrow I plan on doing uh, the very brief mentions of atonement in the New Testament. There's just a couple and they're, they're pretty fascinating. So that's what I'm going to plan on tomorrow. Uh, we will see you then. Again, uh, I plan on probably recording some uh, some things on God's Mighty Hand, the other podcast. Uh, it's a very different vein than this. It's more story time with Zani. And uh, you may find it interesting, may not. So check it out if you'd like. Uh, I'll be out today. So hope you have a blessed day. Mm-hmm.